morning, everybody, and welcome. <coughs> welcome back to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Happy Saturday, or whatever day it is that you are listening to me. I got my truck back. I got my truck back. And man, I, I tell you, it feels good to be in it. Oh, that's a big hawk. Oh, he was just sitting up in a tree. Bro, it was the granddaddy. It's bigger than a football, man. That thing was huge. It's body. Um, I got my truck back yesterday. I'm thrilled about that. You know, it's interesting. Uh, my insurance sent me the full amount. I have a $500 deductible. But they seem to have covered that. So I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to ask questions. So through the grace and blessings of God, <laughs> I... Uh, got my truck fixed without having to pay my deductible so free but the pain the the price was is that I didn't have it for about a month and three days so my wife's probably glad to have her car back it probably just stinks like man meat now <laughs> I gotta get both of our cars detailed there's just something about a clean car it's like a haircut you know what I mean <clears throat> yeah it takes time like I don't like getting my haircut I don't like it at all I like I, I have problems sitting still you know what I mean? And it just seems like such a waste of time. But you feel so good after. <coughs> you know, it's the same thing with a detail, man. If you've ever had your car just professionally detailed. Like, I used to have my Maserati detailed once every couple of weeks. And um, it's just a it's a great, clean feeling. Man, you should have... I mean, i, I got to listen to myself more about this. I, I'm kind of a brute. <coughs> but you should have, especially if you're single... You should have a clean car. Your car should be... And it doesn't have to be anything flashy. I mean clean in terms of like the make and model. <coughs> I mean like the interior. should be clean. Get an air freshener. You know what I mean? If you're a young man, a dirty ass car. It's not a, it's not a good look. You know, um, first thing I'd be looking, you know, someday when uh, a young gentleman decides he wants to try to court my daughter... <laughs> Imagine me being the dad that opens the door. <laughs> oh, man, I want to be even bigger and scarier by that point, too. How old is I? I'm 31. She's one, let's just say. So 18 years from now, I'll be 40. Damn, I'll be 49 years old. Oh, what the shit is up with that? I'll be 49 years old when Ada's 18. Which is when she's allowed to start. She can start dating at 16. So I'll be I'll be 47. I'll be 47. But first thing I'd be looking at is what's the inside of this Joker's car look like? You know what I mean? You got a dirty ass car. It's gonna be real tough, man, because um, it's gonna be real tough for the gentleman that goes to date my daughter. You know, um, I'm not. I wouldn't let my daughter date somebody that I didn't like. I'm just going to right out and say, yeah, you're controlling. No. What's what's better, huh, sweetheart? The guy that beat the shit out of you? You know what I mean? You got two black eyes and a broken nose because you didn't want to listen to your dad? You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about your dad. I'm talking about you getting your ass beat. I, I was, I, there's a story that I was reading the other day. This guy... Um, this guy's daughter went out on a date with somebody that he didn't like. And at first, everybody was cussed. So she goes online and she's bitching about it, right? And there's screenshots of the threats. And um, bitching about her dad. Everybody's like, yeah, your dad's controlling, old-fashioned patriarchy. Three weeks later, the boyfriend beats her unconscious. 
nearly put her in a coma. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be controlling. You bet your ass. You can say whatever you want, you little twinkle-toed fairy faggots. I will be, I'm absolutely going to be a very controlling father. <laughs> not not to, like, crazy degrees. I don't want my kid to grow up weird. My Ada's going to have a very open, free life. I'm not going to be controlling when it comes to many things. But the one thing I will control is the person that she ends up with, with the, for the rest of her life. You know what I mean? That's, that's very, very important. And I pray every day, even now, that God send her, sends her somebody amazing. Somebody three times as good as me. I would not have wanted any of my daughters to date me when I was in my 20s at all. So I hope he sends somebody way better than me. Way better than me. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I'm going to be controlling about, man, is the, the type of men she spends her time around. Because that, I mean, you talk about life changing and altering. You know, how many girls go through their mid-20s just damaged by a dickhead? You know what I mean? How many girls get pregnant early and it ruins their lives? You know, how many... It's a very important decision to be made. And when you're young and you're full of lust and love and all the icky, gooey feelings, you know, you don't think straight. <laughs> You don't think straight at all. What other things am I going to control? Since we're talking about that. Um, the type of, I don't want my, I would never let my daughter get into any sort of like a blood sport, like MMA or, you know, something like that. I would never let my daughter go into the police force or, you know, when she gets to a certain age, she could make her own decisions. I don't know, man. I don't know what it's going to be like. I have no idea. I'm just sitting here talking about things I have no idea about. But the, the boyfriend's going to be a big one. But I'm going to allow my daughter, daughters, and hopefully son someday, to make a lot of mistakes. To make a lot of mistakes. I'm not going to be a controlling father, despite what I just said. I'm going to be controlling about the type of men she dates. But and what's the best way to control the type of men that your daughter dates? Be the best possible example yourself, right? So it's up to me. So at the end of the day, who do I have to really control? Myself. That's who. Because women tend to date daughters like they're... they're women tend to date daughters. I hope not. Um, so women tend to date... Daughters tend to date men that are like their father. Um, or at least be attracted to men that are like their father. So the, how can I control the types of men that my daughter's attracted to? Be the best version of myself, right? So it's up to me. I have to take accountability for that. But I'm going to let my daughter make a lot of mistakes. Not so much as my son. My son is going to learn the hard way more than not. You know, I'm always going to be there to counsel and advise. But I'm also going to be there to pick you up when you when you inevitably fall, screw up, mess up, make a major mistake. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to try to avoid the major ones, ones I should say, the major and obvious ones. But uh, my kids are going to get a pretty good degree of latitude when it comes to making their own mistakes because that is the best way to learn. And you might as well get them all out the way early. You know what I mean? These parents that try to bubble their kids, they put their kids in these bubbles try to protect them from the world and mistakes and their kids grow up just flaccid, impotent human beings, useless, or they rebel. You know what I mean? They end up rebelling. But normally they end up being flaccid and impotent. You know what I mean? 
So my kids are going to be able to make a lot of mistakes. My kids are going to be well traveled. I want I want to do a lot of traveling with my kids for sure. Um, I want my kids to um, experience the world and all that it has to offer. I want them to be well versed and um, just all kinds of different things. My, my kids are going to have a, a, an interesting upbringing, you know, a very fun one and a very unorthodox one. You know, we aren't doing school. My children will never ever set foot in a school ever. <laughs> You know, I'll try to get them in a hall into sports or some kind of organized, you know, like maybe the girls can do dance or something. We'll see what they're interested in. You know what I mean? I'm not going to force things on my kids. They're going to be healthy. You know what I mean? You will exercise for sure. <laughs> not exercising is not an option. I will never, ever have fat kids. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you better. You better <laughs> I'd be waking you up at 4 a.m. and plunking you in an ice bath making you run 60 miles <laughs> before I had a fat kid. Yeah, right. But uh, I uh, I just think it's going to be, it's, it's just so hard to say what things are going to be like now. You know, people make all these plans in their head and they get all committed to these plans and then life punches them square in the jaw. They don't know what to do. <laughs> you, you should have plans and goals for sure, but you shouldn't be so married to the fairy tale that you have in your head. You've got to be able to make adjustments. you got to be able to make adjustments. Or you're going to get discouraged. Everything is going to take way longer than you think. I'm going to say that again because it's important. Everything is going to take way longer than you think right now. Your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, all these things that you have in your head, it take way longer than you think. Like we're with our first line defense company. I, you know, we're every step of the way there's been another obstacle. It's been another, we gotta develop something else and do this. Luckily, we've got a really good team. We've got a really good team, especially our tech guy, Randy's just a savant. Um, and uh, but every step of the way, there's been a new obstacle. New, okay, we got to pay for this. We got to develop this. We got to do this. We got to, uh oh, we got to find out about this. We got to, you know, it's, it's always going to take longer. I mean, I can remember us saying January first, baby, we're launching. <laughs> nope, and I knew it too. You know, and I told the guys, I said, listen, I don't think, I don't even know that we'll launch till the middle of this year. I know, I, I know, Alex listens to this, and hopefully, he's not mad at me for saying that. But that's, I just. If it's sooner, amazing. If it's a little later, I'm not going to be super disappointed. And that's a good way to manage your expectations. Like, aggressive patience. We are going to do... That doesn't mean you get lazy. It means you aggressively pursue the goal. And if it gets bumped back a little bit, you don't jump off a bridge. It's that simple. You know what I mean? It's that simple. You know, I had a lot of growth goals for our staffing company. We hit them all, but we hit them all... Late. I mean, we ended up hitting them all by the end of the year, but they were a little behind and later than I thought. That's okay. Um, it's just, that's just life. That's just life. I'm reading the book right now. I can't remember his name, but the founder, CEO of BlackRock. Um, and he starts out right away talking about his first, like, struggling to start the company and how everything went wrong. I'm three pages into it now. He's just already covered how everything's gone wrong, trying to get investor money, get no-showed. I mean, dude, this is the CEO of BlackRock. This is one of the richest men on the planet. 
by far that most people don't even know about. Billions and billions. Money's not even real to this guy anymore. He was talking about barely being able to get a taxi soaked in the rain after getting no-showed by a group of investors. You know, dude, it's just so hard. It's just anything you want to do. It's just expect it to be way harder and take way longer than you thought. You want to lose 20 pounds by June. Okay, just plan for July or August. I'm not saying don't go for June, but don't kill yourself. Don't start eating donuts if you've only lost 15 by June. Dude, just make the adjustments. People get so damn emotional about everything now. People get so emotional and they get all emotional about things that they can't control. And what happens is when you get emotional about things you can't control, you take your eyes off of what you can control. Did you hear that? When you get all emotional and in your head about things that you cannot control, okay, you end up taking your eye off of the things that you can control. So, be patient, be aggressive, have a game plan, execute, but also don't get your little panties in a twist. You know what I mean? If things don't go your way right away, or if it takes a little bit longer than you. So many people give up. The world is just full of quitters. All these people you walk around every single day that you see bumping into each other at the supermarket with those with their mouths open, breathing, just quitters. Just people that are professional quitters. Everybody's an effing quitter, bro. Dude, nothing, nothing made me realize how, how weak most people are than being in commission sales. Holy smokes, bro. Ay, ay, ay. Hold on a second. Gas station, hard-boiled eggs, baby. Let's go. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Don't be soft. Be patient. Be aggressive. But, like I said before, don't get all in a tiff when things don't happen as quickly as you thought they would. Because they rarely, if ever, <laughs> ever in your life do. Alright, love you guys. Let's get